Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to this podcast, duh. Per. Hey, y'all, I'm Gabrielle. I'm Naomi. I'm Jennifer. But I also go by Toby and Otaku. I go by all pronouns, including it. And if you need me to explain it, check the description box. Anywho, Gabrielle and I are accepting donations. Cash App, Venmo, Zelle, PayPal, again in the description. In honor of Black History Month, name five countries in Africa. No, Africa is not a country. Jennifer? Yes? Jennifer Google's free, my love. As a perfect segue into our next topic, let's talk about what a blank verse actually is, since it's our name. Well, according to Google, since it is free, a blank verse is a verse without rhyme, especially that which uses iambic pentameter, which is the way Shakespeare wrote it, which is basically when a line in a poem follows the pattern of one stressed or one unstressed syllable, but it doesn't rhyme. We chose that name because anything could be made out of it, just like this podcast. And it sounds cool. And we could keep talking about Shakespeare, but again, it's very much Black History Month. Tupac! (laughs) Okay, so we're going to start talking about the lyricist Tupac. He was a poet both physically and metaphorically, and he's known for his poems like The Rose That Grew From Concrete. One of his most famous songs is called Keep Your Head Up, and one of the lyrics that we chose um, and that really spoke to us was, keep your head up, ooh child, things are gonna get easier. Keep your head up, ooh child, things get brighter. But people don't really see rap as a form of poetry. But when put alongside people know actually for poetry, well, people known actually for poetry, there are a lot of similarities. It's important to recognize that rap in its nature, poetry. True. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And a part of why this lyric is, like, really touching is because it's repeated throughout the whole song. Um, And a poet that likes to use repetition is... Batty Tracy Morris. Um, she also sings her poems. Um, and one of them, there's a link from an event at the 92Y, and it's a poem, Ice Children. Rock of my soul in the bosom of Abraham, rock of my soul in the bosom of Abraham, rock of my soul in the bosom of Abraham, oh, rock of my soul. Rock of my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Rock of my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Rock of my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Oh, rock of my soul. I said, rock of my soul. Oh, yes, rock of my soul, my brother. Rock of my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Rock of my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Rock of my soul in the bosom of babies. Rock of my soul. But the babies low rock my slow. I said, slow my soul. I said, my soul, my mother rocks my soul in the bosom of Abraham. I said, rock my slow. rock my slow. Tracy never misses. And that song is now stuck in my head again. Rock my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Ooh, rock my soul. <laughs> yes, those are the lyrics of the song. She says, rock of my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Oh, rock of my soul. 
In a world of injustice and great darkness, we need a soothing rhythm of the Father's love. We need to dance and learn and move to its rhythms and not be overcome with the tremors and evil of this world. That came from the blog ADW.org. Um, and throughout the whole thing, it's a lot of her repeating this phrase, and the key word is rockin'. Um, and when we think of that word, it's actually when children get woken up from a nightmare, they need to be rocked to sleep so that they can feel comfort and safety that allow them to go to sleep in the first place. Um, and we can compare this to another rapper, Meek Mill, Dreams um, and Nightmares, his song Dreams and Nightmares, where his lyric is, seeing my dreams unfold, nightmares come true. Um, and some people have yet to find this comfort again. So I think this is why Tracy's poem is just super touching because it talks about something that everyone wants to feel comfort and safety. A common theme in the song by Tupac, Keep Your Head Up, and the poem Ice Children by Tracy Morris is this idea of comfort and the longing to find it. Um, Tupac, in his song, he describes the troubles of black women, black men, black children, and the song Ice Children, and the poem Ice Children, I'm sorry, it relates to the issues that children are facing in um, the imprisonment of ICE. And basically, these both, these art pieces are connected by their longing for comfort and their longing for freedom. I feel like that could also relate with The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas, because specifically in one part of the story, though it is repeated again in another chapter, Doug Life, which means the hate you give little infants Fs everybody up. And in the book, in during the beginning, said by Khalil, that's the hate that they're giving us, baby, a, a system designed against us, that's Doug Life, which also represents, you know, the children, like ice children and keep your head up, where it talks about children and how they need to feel comfort. And we, with the Doug life, the hate you give little infants, is saying that you're not really giving a comfort to children, especially to a minority group, such as black people. And especially during these times, racism is still very much a thing, and it isn't okay. Mm. And I think that's why like poems and raps like this, they like serve as um, places where people can find hope from because they talk about experiences that many people relate to. And because they, although they do talk about the struggles, they repeat phrases um, reminding you that there will be times where things will get better, that you could keep your head up, um, that there's someone to support you. Um, yeah, and that's why the keep your head up um, and Ice Children have similar connotations. And although like the overall song might talk about negative things, the whole, meaning of the song is more positive and really hopeful and comforting. In a literal sense, we see a lot of parallels between um, rap music and actual poems. Um, it's very common to include repetition in both of these um, art forms. And the point of this is really just to emphasize the entire meaning of what the song or the poem is trying to convey. And in this example, it's trying to convey safety, ideas of safety and hope. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's interesting in the Meek Mill song we talked about earlier, how um, this safety isn't really always found back again. And I think that's why Tracy and Tupac songs um, or and poems are really touching because they talk about being able to gain that safety back. And really it's a privilege to be able to 
still dream, um, and to even wake up from your nightmares or recover from them, both literally and physically. In the Meek Mill song, Dreams and Nightmares, he says, seeing my dreams unfold, nightmares come true. Um, it's kind of like saying that once you lose this comfort, it becomes very hard for it to come back, especially in um, the lives of minorities, black and brown people in America. Um, we're not really granted a lot of comfort and we're often put in these unfathomable situations that is just deemed normal by society, but it makes our lives harder. And comfort and family, for some of us, they're very hard to come across and find. Which is why I think a lot of rap music is quoted a lot, especially with Tupac and the heat you give. And it's in a sense that it's meant to at least give you some sort of hope that maybe you'll find a comfort again, or at least there's maybe someone out there who cares about you. And I also think that because they such about talk about such important um, topics, they're really important to listen to because you get to see the lens of different minorities um, and by POC people um, just in general, especially if you aren't um, black or brown. It's really hard to put yourself in those shoes. But when you look at writing um, both songs, raps, poems, um, stories, that way you can really understand what it means to live um, in a world where systems were made against you. The language is very comfortable for us who, who've grown up hearing that speech, you know. It's connotated with mothers and fathers and grandmas, people who have comforted us before. When we hear that way of speaking like, ooh, child, it's gonna get better, keep your head up we think, okay, like, yeah, I have hope now, you know? And it's more realistic because you've heard these things so you can actually believe what you're hearing now. It's not just, oh, it's in a song, but because you you know that people that use language like this, you feel like you can relate to them and you can feel like you can be comfortable with them to even talk about your own struggles or to just talk about the hopes that you have for the future. In these songs, it's all about connection really to the readers or the listeners. Um, I think these artists wrote these pieces for um, black people mainly who are struggling with just living on a day-to-day -day basis and people who are struggling with law enforcement, people who you know are living paycheck to paycheck. You know we all need a little bit of hope and rap and poetry can definitely be an outlet for us and just a way to, how do I say this? To unwind at the end yeah. of the day, to like, uh, even like, maybe not listening to it, but if you want, you could write your own rap, write your own poems, or draw whatever you want. It's again like finding a creative outlet so that you feel comfortable talking about what you want. Um, and expressing yourself, whether that's talking about your dreams and your hopes or things that go wrong in your life. Um, that way you're able to just fully express yourself and you're not holding everything in. Own community, you know, find comfort within ourselves because if you look outside, if you look elsewhere, we're not gonna get it, you know, so we have to kind of help ourselves out. Yeah, and acknowledge that your problems are 
like your problems matter and your feelings matter and that way you can express them in whichever form you want just like Tracy and Tupac did. So there's No Name, she's a rapper, she has her own book club and is focused on radical texts from authors of color. And one of her um, songs that we really found touching was Don't Forget About Me. Um, and the lyrics, they go, I know everyone goes someday, I know my body's fragile, I know it's made from clay, but if I have to go, I pray my soul is still eternal. And my mama don't forget about me, I pray my mama don't forget about me, I pray my granny don't forget about me. And again, it's like this sense of repetition and also the language, like mama, granny, like that feels really natural. Um, and it kind of emphasizes like the feeling that No Name is expressing. Like you feel the urgency, you feel the desperation um, and just the panic that I think like negative emotions, sure they're hard to talk about, but knowing that other people are feeling the same negative emotions really help you um, to realize that they're fine and that they're normal. I mean, yeah, because um, it's normally, how do I say this, normalized that negative emotions aren't, like, good. Like, they aren't something you need to feel. And it's a lot of the toxic positivity going on, saying, like, oh, you're depressed? You're not really. Maybe you should just sleep it out. Maybe you should be more productive. Maybe you should take a shower. Though a lot of with depression comes with the lack of wanting to do something like that. You end up forgetting to eat, forgetting to want to go anywhere you can't shower you can't brush your teeth you can't do basic tasks in your life for it and I think that really ties into no names lyric I know my body's fragile know it's made from clay so that really just shows like how our bodies can really feel a lot of things and they can be really intense that it could cause us to break down in this excerpt from no name um, she says I know some everyone goes someday. I know my body's fragile is made from clay, but I, I have to go. She's basically explaining that she understands that we're not going to be here forever. You know, um, our lives will one day expire, and no one knows what's going to happen after it. And she's basically asking that her family doesn't forget about her. And she's uh, kind of asking for a legacy, a uh, positive legacy, something that will keep her name out there. And she's just praying that whatever happens after her life is, I don't know. I think that's actually a thing a lot of people fear, is that once you leave, you don't know exactly when you leave. You don't know if you'll leave before anyone else or someone will leave before you. Which is why, in a way, you want to be remembered. At least leave some sort of memory with somebody so that they know that you were at least a good person or someone significant in their lives. Mm -hmm. And even for me, that's kind of making me think about, like, what will my legacy be? Or, like, how will I be remembered in others' minds? And how I want to be remembered. Um, so I feel like this is... I feel like this this song is just really heartfelt. Like, it's it's really, like... This is a topic I don't think I've really heard talked about that much, especially like legacy. Everyone, everyone wants to be seen as a good person. So it's mm -hmm. kind of hard to think about like what happens when you die. Like, do you, are you still seen as that good person? Did you 
really build a legacy that you're proud of. And it doesn't necessarily have to be just about death as well. It, this can be taken um, like when you turn a new page in your life and enter a new chapter, like if you um, have a big move or if you just separate yourself from your past life. Um, she's basically just asking for support because whenever we make these big decisions in our life, we're not always going to have support. There's always going to be at least one person saying that we're making the wrong decision or you know, we're making a bad choice or we're turning our backs on where we came from. But sometimes you just have to make choices for yourself without you know, thinking mainly about everyone else because at the end of the day, it is your life and you have to make you know, the most out of it to yeah. make yourself happy and to leave the legacy that you want you know, to leave. Yeah, and I was even thinking about, like, as, like, minorities, um, it's really hard because there's so many things you have to think about just going about your day-to-day -day life. But I feel like this song makes you think about more than that. Like, who do you want to be? Are you doing things just because of how you want others to view you but um, and not taking into consideration yourself, how you feel, your mental health? Um, yeah, especially because, like, our actions are so policed now. Um, literally, like, just using AAV in, like, school and stuff like that. It, you can be viewed differently by doing anything. So I think it's just something to think about, like, who do you want to be, especially in Black History Month? We're talking about black leaders that took the stand, did what they wanted to, spoke about what they believed in. So what do you, wanna, what do you believe in? Um, what do you want to fight for? Or even what do you just want to live for? Because I believe, like, even then, when we get wake up in the morning, there's some sort of motivation that gives us to go, to keep getting out of bed, even if it's just to go to school, and even just, like, to sit there or skip class. At least that's your motivation to keep going on. Yeah, it's like finding something that... At least to do. That Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's... It again goes back to that Tupac layer, keep your head up. Like, what are you using? What is your outlet that helps you keep your head up? Like, that helps you keep going. Um, and again, like Jennifer said, it doesn't have to be like insane. Like, it could be su something super trivial. Like, you want your dog. <laughs> like, that's fine, your, your cat. Just to eat something. The cat from the deli, Shady. We love her. <laughs> RIP girl. Shout out Shady. <laughs> yeah, yourself, we please. love you, Shady. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I feel like No Name's lyrics were just super touching. Um, and these lyrics are definitely heartfelt because they were self-produced. Um, and Latasha and Nevada? No, Nevada, Nevada Diggs? Nevada? Nevada? Nevada. Nevada. I don't know. Nevada. Latasha, my woman in STEM, she, she produces um, poems, but she uses um, like technology to make the background sounds um, and sings in different parts of her poems. So here's a cute, a nice clip from um, the 92Y from the 10th Muse um, program. Monkin Minsentai Monkin. Tai setsu na to mio mio gua gua na yo mok. 
Engao in ponite gila murasaki boyaya. Karokao me sinta sampai saya chies habuk. Tae setsunato mio 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 gua 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 nayamok. Unsi laro ke la simuke ni naro nanyanyuk. Dakero espero para ki su muda bulamata. Like as you're listening, you see like throughout the whole thing, she slowly adds different pieces and she'll like re keep repeating the same thing over and over again and then it'll become part of the backtrack. And then I thought that was really, not first off, like I suck at technology, like not even gonna, like it's actually really embarrassing. <laughs> They're like Gen Z technology, no. Um, but like that's really cool in itself, but I also liked how she was doing it in a native language um, and also just like, actually stop producing it. It shows like how much you care about what you're doing. Um, and it, I feel like it just makes things really more intimate. And also how like it holds a really deep meaning to it. Mm -hmm. Even if it's in a different language, it's still something like she would hold close. Yeah, like mm -hmm. even, I didn't understand anything, but like something about it was like just super enticing. Like it came from mm -hmm. the heart. Right, like it, and I, again, I feel like repetition is just so powerful because even when you don't understand something, because it's repeated, you already know that it's important. And even when I'm like writing my own stuff, I like to bring things up that I wrote from the beginning into the end and like see if people catch that. And mm -hmm. it's also like, even if it's repeated, like each meaning, like it can have a meaning, different meaning each time or the same meaning over and over again. It doesn't really matter how much it's repeated. Yeah. It really stems the entire meaning of the piece that you're trying to create. Um, she's definitely pushing the boundaries of what um, a poetry reading is. She's including these elements of um, music into the background, and she's um, singing in her poetry, and she's going, she's adding along as she goes. So it's like it's all unfolding in front of you, and you get to see the process up front. Yeah. And I think the thing about poetry, I feel like people really think it's a super, like, regulated thing, like super ordered, it has steps to follow. But I feel like this just shows that poetry is what you make it. You can make a whole different style. And that's why I really like Blink, like the name, our name Blink first, because like we said at the beginning, it's anything that we want to make it into. And that's for anything, like poetry writing, you can make rapping, you can make anything into what you want. and. That's the whole point of it being an art. Like, the whole point is for you to express yourself and be creative in the way that you want to. To like sort of find an outlet, or even like we have brought up in like somewhere near the beginning of this conversation as a way to keep you motivated to keep creating something that even if no one else enjoys it, you enjoy it at least. Like you're satisfied with it, and that's the greatest part of it. Learning how to create anything any art pieces or really anything it can teach you how to be intimate with yourself and your own emotions and it can even teach you how to maybe process them in a positive outlet um, to just make your day-to-day -day easier to handle easier to go through so that at the end of the day when you're laying in your bed you don't feel as stressed out as hopeless because your creations inspired you to move on. Yeah, and I feel like a big thing about 
like Gen Z in general, they're like, oh, this generation is changing and there's like different things coming about. And I think that's really great. So that just shows that we can be what we want to be um, and like embrace what you want to. Um, I just think it's important to just be one with yourself and like really build that confidence in what you like and what you want to create so that again like it helps you get through your day and you feel satisfied with just life in general. One of our poet friends, Hanif Abdurkib, wrote an article <laughs> titled, A Tribe Called Quest Is Gone, But Hip Hop Isn't. And he wrote it in the Paris Review. Shout out to Hanif. Here's a quote that really resonates with um, our message. He says, it isn't always what you hear on the surface, but what you hear trying to claw its way out. He continues saying, but if there's something I know about whatever I imagine real hip hop to be, it's that it demands patience from a listener. It demands someone willing to sit a while and let the music enter them. With that being said, go search for your black artist and really sit down. Listen to the words. Let the music spark some emotion into you. To find more black poets or writers, check the 92Y archive at 92y.org PCO. Happy Black History Month. This has been G and J. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>